What's going on, everyone? Welcome in to another episode. It's Capturing the Game, the Game Within the Game podcast featuring me, your host, Desmond Jones, and my man's the one and only, Juwan Polo Man Stewart. Yo, today we got another special guest in the building. Before we go in and talk about today's guest, I want to remind the audience and listeners that Capturing the Game is sponsored by Capture Sports Agency, where the CEO and founder is Shanta Smith-Jones. We appreciate all the likes and follows and tweets um, we get on our social media pages. If you're not following, go ahead and check us out at, on Twitter at CTG underscore podcast. On Instagram, it is CTG underscore podcast. We just launched a website. It is called CapturingTheGame.com. Um, so yeah, go ahead, check out your favorite social media platform. But now let's go ahead and talk about today's guest. Today's guest, I bring you Mia Andrews, <laughs> professional collegiate basketball player over at FDU. How are you doing today, Mia? I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Like, so I I've been, yes, we gotta give her a round of applause. So yes, so <laughs> I've, we've been on I've been on somewhat of a hiatus from the podcast. So my my intro was a little it was like a little rocky, you know, but it's all good. So I'm gonna get back in the flow of things as we. You say it wasn't that bad. It you was say it not wasn't bad. A... It was very good. I'll give you. That. I don't know. See if my if my co host if my co host was here, he he would talk bad about me, and um, but he he would talk bad about me. But he's not here today. Granted, I did I did messed up his afternoon, so he'd be all right though. It's all it's all love. <laughs> But Mia, as we start off most of our podcasts, you know, can you go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience? Uh, yeah, so I, uh, like you said, my name is uh, Mia Andrews. I play uh, women's basketball at Fairleigh Dickinson University in New Jersey. Um, I'm actually originally from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and uh, I'll have to say I've kind of been all over uh, for basketball. So I originally went to uh, D2 in University of Charleston, West Virginia. And then I went to a JUCO uh, College, Apollo College. And then now I'm here at uh, FDU. So it's definitely been a journey. Um, and I'm grateful for that journey. So I'm excited to share. <laughs> yeah. So you already kind of opened up with where I wanted to go with the podcast. Um, so if you, you mentioned that you've been to multiple different sp- stops along the way in your career so far, your collegiate career so far. Mm-hmm. You know, what's some of the things that you learned at each stop or what has caused you to move from one spot to another? Yeah, so I would have to say that from each spot, um, I've definitely grown, not just on like, like on the basketball court, but as a person, as a young black woman, um, I would have to say at each spot, I've definitely learned to grow more about myself and others around me. Um, And just even with that, just growing into um, the woman that I want to become and just having like, you know, different type of uh, mentors or coaches that I'm able to like kind of go on. Uh, and get advice from them to just continue my path and my journey. And I'm just grateful for that. <laughs> no, it's outstanding. So I know I've been, you know, I've been doing my own little research and whatnot. So I know you've been through, uh, so you recovered from an injury and whatnot. And, you know, being in, in playing in the Juco level and the Juco level is full of dogs. Like don't, people be, <laughs> people be sleep on Juco level, yep. but you know, like Juco levels what kind of makes and breaks some players. But yeah. I'm, as, I'm expecting for you, you know, it's definitely transformed you as a, as a woman and also just transform you as a, as a baller on the court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most so. definitely. I would say, cause I remember the first time I was considering Juco, I was, again, like you said, like, I wasn't really considering. I was like, you know, Duco always gets a bad rap. And I was like, after going through that, I'm like, you know, I definitely needed that. 
uh, to like, you know, get me stronger mentally, physically, emotionally um, on and off the court. So, yeah. yeah. Got you. Um, but who do you model your game after? Oh, I would definitely have to say Skylar Diggins. When I, even okay. like when I was little, um, I always looked up to her. Actually, funny enough, I'm wearing number four this year. Um, That's awesome. <laughs> so just uh, I'm like I've always modeled my game. I've I've always looked up to her, even when she was playing at Notre Dame. Um, yeah. Just that you know grit and that edge and like again, I'm from Philly, so I already have that you know Philly toughness. So then, just having that grit is just even adds on top of it. <laughs> yeah. That's that's one thing you always hear about Philly Hoopers, like that Philly grit, that Philly <laughs> toughness, you know. Yeah. We dogs, we go after on the court, you know what I'm saying? I hear I hear it all, trust me. <laughs> Most definitely. I do. So with with you, what's what's I'll say, what's the like aspect that you love the most about coming from Philly? Ooh, um, I would have to say again, mostly that toughness because going mm -hmm. to other places um sometimes that toughness or aggressiveness is like looked off like you know like too much um so it kind of depends where you take it <laughs> um and how you use it um but i believe that there's also a type of um assertiveness that i think lots of people might not know about that uh, in philadelphia that like you know we kind of go after what we want and you know there's nothing really in our way <laughs> um to get us there so i kind of that's mostly what i like about philly because uh, you know, we go after for what we want. We have the confidence to be like, no, we got this. So we're going to handle it. We're going to handle our business. <laughs> yeah, no, y'all, y'all definitely go after it. That's for sure. What I like about it is like most, most of the people from Philly, they're bold and aggressive. But I think that's just yeah. the East Coast thing, though. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I, I, I swear, like the most upfront people like I've met in my lifetime just like oh yeah you must be from like the east coast like you know we're oh. from New York Philly where's where, it gonna be like it's one of those places out there yep yeah we, I've definitely heard that before my boldness and yeah I've definitely heard that before I don't it's not a bit you know it's, it's not a bad or a good thing you know it's just it's not. you know how we are <laughs> It's not the, uh, but what, so you mentioned Skylar though, but so what, what were some other reasons why you wanted to play basketball? Um, actually my, I got into basketball cause my dad was a college coach, a men's college coach, uh, at Swarthmore college. Uh, he's coached, he actually coached at Ursinus first. Um, and a little kind of background on that. He actually played a little bit overseas and then came back to come coach at Ursinus college and Swarthmore college. So for those several years, um, he coached for 17 years. And in that time, obviously, I was born. And, and then I grew up basically watching basketball, like, all the time. <laughs> so just being at their, like, uh, the men's practices and games, I was always, like, cheering them on, even though I didn't know what was happening at the moment. But, like, I was always in, like, just watching it. I just fell in love with it. So, <laughs> That's awesome. That's always good to hear. So your dad would play the major influence of you wanting to play basketball. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy to hear like, so like some of those stories, like I know for me growing up, I wanted to play ball, you know, so my brother, or my older brother, he was the biggest aspiration because I always used to grow up and uh, see him at his high school games, see him at his college games when he yep. played, um, you know, was there for his highs and lows. So he's the one that, <laughs> you know, wanted, like he's the reason why I wanted to play basketball. And, mm -hmm. But I ended up, playing baseball but we can go into that that's a, that's a whole nother separate podcast that's a whole nother story. <laughs> yeah yeah uh but so with you you know 
come into a JUCO, you had to choose FDU. So what what made you choose FDU of like maybe the other schools that may have been pursuing you? Yeah, so actually it was um, more from the head coach, Coach Ann's, uh, so I, I might butcher her last name, so I'm not even going to do that. Uh, but from Coach, <laughs> uh, from the head coach, uh, she's actually recruiting my sister as well. And because uh, my younger sister, she plays basketball too, and she's in high school. Um, so just we were able to develop that connection um, and just kind of where I was at. And so her also being, she played at JUCO as well. And she went to LIU Brooklyn. So we kind of had that, you know, like JUCO bond, like, you know, we've been there and done that. And she's uh, also with an overseas player. So just kind of developing that like relationship, I definitely put my trust into her hundred percent. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love to hear that because when you have the, like the, the opportunity to trust in a coach, yes. you know, that, that means, that means the world to me. Like, I can't tell you how many, <laughs> I can't tell many people like I've known them went to go play somewhere, but they folded because they never got got along with their coach. Like they above the heads or they just didn't agree. Yeah. So they ended up not playing, ended up wasting their talent. So I'm definitely grateful and, and happy that you found a poem, you know, after you <laughs> which you feel, you know, confident in and which you can go out and play and also have a opportunity to play for a great coach. So yeah. Um, so we, we kind of talk a little bit about the Philly swag. So, you know, how, where do you get your confidence in when you step on the court? Um, actually I would have to say, well, actually there's, I've always had an issue with my confidence. So it's actually interesting because I actually have like a book and a podcast, like just right. explaining about my like confidence issues, injuries and stuff like that, but that's besides the point. But, um, so I've actually always in high school, I had like dealing with my confidence. So actually I learned how to kind of get my confidence actually at JUCO. So those several years, I was uh, two years I was there, I definitely like up or what's it, elevated my confidence to know that like my abilities and all the training and work and, that I put in is like will eventually pay off. So that's mostly where I got it from. Um, I've always know I've had it there. It's just now, you know, like as I'm getting older, as I'm maturing, it's like now it's like there, now it's go time. So it actually kind of worked out perfectly knowing that things take time, things like trusting the process, uh, you know, a little Philly slogan, but like <laughs> the trust, trust, in, <laughs> trust in the process and like understanding that it like, like if you continue to work hard and stuff, it will eventually work out. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I had a crack up laugh when you said trust in the process because I definitely <laughs> that's such a Philly slogan now. Uh, but yo, know, that's crazy because you know me coming on here, I would have never thought that one of the things that you had struggled with was your confidence. Like you, like when you when you come on, like you're I'll say bubbly, but you're energetic. Like I feel it. Like you, you all like super chill. You know, all laughs and whatnot. But <laughs> I would have never thought that you struggled with confidence. You know, and yeah. I definitely want to get into you know hear more about. Uh, actually, we could just go into it now. But what? Mm -hmm. So, what made you start your your podcast? Uh, I actually started it because, along with other things, I believe that again, going through like injuries and like mindfulness and like wellness—not even just for physical, but mental health as well. So I, so I created uh, my podcast um, basically to be an advocate for mental health, and not just like on words or like this other 
businesses that I'm doing, but also as a way to like speak, speak it as well. Um, like kind of just developing the, you know, that one-on-one communication for any, for any high school or college or professional uh, athlete in any sport they do to understand that like athletes go, we all go through kind of the same thing. It might be, you know, different drills or whatever, but we all have the same goal at hand where we want to win, but then and sometimes that might take a toll on our body physically, mentally, emotionally. So I think it's important to actually like speak on that because I feel like, um, you know, the mental health in student athletes is kind of overlooked. So I just felt like it's kind of, you know, my job to use my platform and just speak on it. <laughs> yeah. So we'll go ahead. Tell the people the name of a podcast so, they, so people can go and follow it. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so it's uh, called Beyond the Bow. Um, it's actually on Spotify. You can just type on Beyond the Bow and you'll see it there. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, ladies and gentlemen, go ahead, check out the podcast. <laughs> so I'm always a big proponent of supporting others. So even though it's Cash and Games plat- platform, you know, it's everyone's <laughs> platform. You know, if you come on here, just go ahead and support, you know, everyone. So, Thank um, you. yeah, of course, of course, of course. Um, so with this upcoming season, what, what do you, what do you look forward to the most right now? Um, I would have to, obviously, like for me winning, cause I think winning is such a huge deal, um, to me personally, <laughs> um, knowing my background as well. Um, but I would have to say definitely forming like relationships, um, within like with my team and like with, uh, my coaches and trying to just, you know, elevating, like getting each other better every single day because again it's not just going to happen overnight um so i believe that it it takes an everyday thing like get one percent better every day um so that's mostly what i'm looking forward to and just like being able to have my teammates or challenge them and them also challenge me and just get better and then you know win (laughs) no i like it man it's just iron shop and iron you know like we know we in this together so we might as well get better together right yeah um we we talked a little bit. Well, you mentioned it a little bit, but I wanted to get your opinion on what like what's the biggest challenges of being a student athlete right now. Um, I would have to say right now is kind of finding a balance. Um, I would say for myself, I'm continuing to learn uh, as I go through this. Even though I'm a junior, uh, <laughs> kind of been in it for a minute, but it's still so much to learn, and I'm open to learning it. Um, but it's more of that balance between. Uh, you know, going actually out into the real world soon, you know, um, and then also like being like, okay, like able to find that balance of, you know, social and then basketball, which is in most like 50% of it. And then academics, which is another like 25 or so, I don't know, whatever percentage you want to make. <laughs> but like just finding that balance to actually able to like consume it all. Um, and I think that's another thing I also talk about as well, that like sometimes it can get overwhelming, but just finding that balance is very important. So, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I mean, I, I definitely agree with you. Just, I think back to my collegiate years, you know, <laughs> eons ago, 10 years, but eons ago. But, um, you know, it's, it's definitely, it's hard to find that balance because even when you find that balance, it changes just like that. You exactly. know, you, yep. you know, you've, when you get get used to the groove, you over here, you know, wouldn't know what to expect, and then all of a sudden everything changes. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, I I definitely agree with that for sure. What um so with with that being said, what advice do you have for those that are trying to play on the collegiate level? You know, as we you know maybe some advice that you give your sister, but mm-hmm. what you know what what advice would you give to the younger generation that's looking to try to play basketball on a collegiate level? 
Um, I would first thing I would say is enjoy it because time goes by so fast that you don't even realize it feels like yesterday I'm 21 it feels like yesterday I was just 18 like I'm just like oh my goodness time is going by so fast um, but then definitely what another piece of advice I would give is to don't be afraid to ask questions I was actually having this conversation with my teammate today and I was like it's crazy in high school you think like oh my gosh I don't want to ask because I'm so nervous now I'm just like I'm gonna ask you a question because I don't know what's going on so, so like, I would just say, don't be afraid to try new things, ask questions, be curious. Like that's the, like on the basketball court, on the field, in the classroom, like just be open to everything. So, yeah. Look, you, you preach it right now. Like that, that's the biggest thing is just, just go ahead and ask the question. Like, you know, I'm sure, you know, plenty of people are even thinking about it or even right. want to ask the same question, but just go ahead and ask it. There's no such thing as a dumb question. Right. You know, what, what's the worst thing is you leave a question un, unsaid. So exactly. Especially, especially when you got the opportunity to ask the question, just go ahead right, and do it. Right. You know, <laughs> but, uh, I know you mentioned some of your teammates. So do you have a teammate right now that, um, that or a friend that like that means the most to you that that's maybe a part of the team or are you still you still you still figuring still it out right to, now yeah I'm trying to figure out but the only like right now I my uh, roommate her name's Chloe Wilson uh that's the only one I kind of know so uh like kind of close with because she was actually uh high school teammates with my other teammate at Duco so we had that like you know quick like easy like, again, it's a small world in the, like, sport industry. So, like, it was just that, like, quickness. But I'm really excited to, like, get to know my teammates more uh, this season and in future seasons. And I'm just excited. So. <laughs> I got you. Um, with you, uh, you, you mentioned it a little bit, but what does life outside of basketball look like to you? Oh, okay. Um, I would have to say I'm mostly, like, a chill person. Like, sometimes I'll go out. But like very rarely, I'll be like just in my bed watching TikToks, scrolling through TikToks, making TikToks, um, Instagram, Snapchat. Like I'm, I'm like kind of a homebody. Um, but then on like other times, I'll actually be. Um, so I actually, uh, I'm the creator of like a small business as well called the uh, Iris Skin and Body, and that kind of like copes in with that whole uh, wellness and mental health and just like self care, self love. Uh, type of agenda that I want to keep pushing out not to just athletes but to everyone um so I also do that as well like my own like small business so that's mostly what I do um besides being on the basketball court <laughs> um and that's about it <laughs> yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna look you got it going on for you got your podcast right you got <laughs> your own business not many people and you play and you play ball like not many people <laughs> in college can say they that they yeah. do three of those things like so look i'm gonna give you the round of applause because you deserve it right <laughs> and um you know i just wanted to just tell you just keep going like you're doing oh, you're doing good you. you know um it's hard doing just even three of those things let alone balancing school family and especially yeah. with everything that you've done, you've gone through so far. And I know we didn't really capture too much of it because we kind of left it on save because we, we're moving forward. You know what I'm saying? You're so, right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, but you mentioned social media a little bit, but you know, how has your, like your utilization of social media, like how has it helped you like so far in your career? Oh yeah, most definitely. It actually has allowed me to reach out to um, different audiences audiences as well um that actually it's not funny but it's kind of funny about like you know 
those sometimes those like I want to say like haters that are like oh women basketball isn't it and I'm like well you haven't even watched the game so you know it's kind of just like just and just seeing that like escalate like through not just for my generation but like continuing to elevate the women's game and men's game as well and just like having that like allowing social media to um have everyone see because you know social media is everywhere now so it's just being able to be like oh oh, you see that highlight or something like that, you know? So it's just men and women, like, you're like, yo, that's sick, you know? So it's just, like, just seeing that and crazy how, like, much it's grown is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um, just, like, the uses of it is crazy. Uh, I mean, pretty much anything that you want to do, you can do with it. Right. You know, as long as you have the consistency, you know? Yeah. And that's the, that's the biggest thing. Like, me, look, I may post something, like, three or four times out the year, you know, <laughs> I, I'm badass. I'll give, I'll smack my hand, you know, that's my, that's my goal. It'll be my goal for next year. But I'm going to start uh -huh. working towards now. I was like, I'm going to get better with my social media. I've probably been saying that for the longest, but we ain't going to, look, we ain't going to keep that on my love. All right. So, <laughs> but, you know, um, but the things that you can do with social media is pretty incredible. And also mm -hmm. just the people that you can meet through social media as right. well yeah. is also like, it's also wonderful like that i've met you know people that I, they helped me get a new computer like just straight yeah. out like, fr like friends from friends like that know yeah. and they just kind of reached out and helped me get a computer so like you said it's like the power of social media is, cr is crazy right now mm -hmm. um i was i think we kind of already asked about this but i'm gonna ask it anyway so what's your favorite jersey number and why Oh, okay. So actually my favorite jersey number is number 10. Okay. <laughs> uh, I've actually won, like, I won uh, two state championships with that in high school. And okay. also my birthday is May 10th. So I've always been a fan of number 10. So, um, but yeah, that's probably one of my favorite jersey numbers. Uh, but, you know, I stick with four this year. I'm grateful for it. We stick with four. <laughs> okay. Okay. What does your like pregame routine look like? Uh, my pre I have to it's fun. okay so I have to take a shower before um, okay that's no good before uh, you step on the shower, court okay you know, just, get in the, just, get in the, uh, just get into the mode you know game mode um stretching definitely and then it's I listen to uh kind of depends on the day I'll obviously I need to eat um <laughs> that's one and then uh I would definitely listen to like classical music or uh, like R and B type music because I like to be like because I'm 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 already like a hyper type person on the court, yeah. so I need something to like calm me down and before I get more hyper, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. But R and B and classical is mostly what I listen to, uh, and then yeah, and then I'm just like hyping warm ups and I'm just like, all right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do you have like a different um, pregame routine? I mean, or at least a pregame music that you listen to versus like if you was away from the court. Uh, uh, I think mine would pretty much be the same. Like, it's not, it's okay. not like a particular order I need it in. Um, I'll just okay. be like, I, I need to listen to that today. You know, it's like, it's like what my mood is. Um, okay. no, nothing really sad because I, because <laughs> then I'm in my field. I can't do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but then yeah, most of us are like, you know, something like chill, something like you know, pretty like, you know, just something get me through the bus ride or you know, the walk. But otherwise, then yeah, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. So, okay. So who, who's like, who's some of the R and B's that you listen to right now? Oh, okay. So I'll listen to Summer Walker, uh, Bryson okay. Tiller, Giveon, okay. Brent Fias, like just like those like type of like beats and 
because uh, I think I'm, I believe for myself, I re- like love, okay, so I used to play violin. Oh, I still play okay. violin a little bit. So I'm just like very like musically kind of like, you know, I like always believe that music is like a really big part of my life. So, um, so yeah, mostly just like listening to those type of, uh, I don't say influencers because they're not influencers, but you know, like more of like artists yeah. <laughs> um, that I really enjoy. Otherwise, I'll just be listening to something that'll just kind of keep me, you know, relaxed. Okay. What, what, how'd you get started playing the violin? Um, actually, my I used to be really bad at math, which is actually really surprising. And then uh, my, my elementary school made us like do, you know, do those instruments, like try out an instrument. Um, yeah. And my parents wanted me to be like, you know, well-rounded. And they, that's what they said. They wanted me to be well-rounded. Um, so then I just kind of stuck with it since fourth grade and then my math got better and like, like academically, I felt like I was doing better. Um, and you could see the improvements. So my parents were like, yup, you're sticking with it. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Like I've never would have guessed that you played the violin. Like just the stuff that, you know, you know, this is, this is why we have the podcast so we can learn right. more things about you, you know, and get, and let people know that you put you out here, you, you know, you may be a piece of the violin. Like, so now, so now, so now I'm expecting, and I don't even know for sure if you, have you made a TikTok with your violin? No. Okay. I haven't, it's been a minute since I've been, <laughs> it's been a minute, but I still know what I'm doing a little bit. But don't, don't get me wrong. I still know what I'm doing, but it's been a minute, so. <laughs> okay. Look, so look, I'll let you focus on this, on the season, right? Okay. But once the season over with, I'm expecting you to drop a TikTok right, with the violin. You. I got you. <laughs> like, my, that's a mind-blowing idea. Like, you, especially if you, got, if you got the talent, you know, and I believe that you, you know, you could probably figure it out. So, yeah. I, <laughs> we have to, 2023, I expect to see a violin. Most TikTok. definitely. I got you. I got you. <laughs> uh, one of the final questions that I have for you uh, mm-hmm. before we move into our rapid fire is, mm-hmm. you know, what do you want your legacy, your legacy to say when it's all said and done? Oh, that's a good question. I would probably have to say um, that I, this might sound really like harsh, but that, uh, saying that I'm a winner, cause I feel like a lot of people don't really like kind of grasp the idea of what being a winner actually truly is. Um, yeah. But not, not saying it sounds selfish, but I'm just more of like what it actually takes to do that. Like, yes, like you can win, but like what, like, what did you do with like for your team um, that like you were like, um, an important piece of that, you know? Um, and I feel like just having that and just saying of how, like all the stuff that I've accomplished over high school and then even my college career, just understanding that like, yeah, even through the hardships, ups and downs, like I still accomplished this. Um, so that's mostly what I would have want my legacy to be. <laughs> okay. No, I, resp- I respect that. And it's not that, look, you want to be a winner. Who, who doesn't want to be a winner? You know right. <laughs> True. I get people get tired of losing. I get tired of losing. That's why I don't do certain things. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but definitely so, that competitiveness. Like yes. I feel like for even this last couple of years, like the depending on who you're playing against, like mostly the competitiveness. Like of course, like you're an athlete. Athletes are always competitive, but like how are you gonna right. like break that? You know, like how are you gonna go the extra mile, extra distance to accomplish more? You know, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, I get it. Trust me. Trust me. Um, I know one thing I did want to ask about, so I kind of slightly lied, but uh, <laughs> I did want to hear about like how was, this is probably years ago though, but I wanted to get your, like your, hear about your Team USA experience. Uh, yes. Uh, so yeah, um, it was a 
a fantastic experience. I, I'll never forget it ever. Um, just being actually going into that, I felt like the underdog. Again, the feeling underdog. And see, it yeah. always circles back around. <laughs> um, but just more of like having that, like when I went into there, um, again, I was kind of like a no name, like no one had any idea who I was. I would just like, you know, just came there and uh, just being able to make it that far, uh, knowing that I made it to the third round, I was like really shocked because again, that whole confidence, like like that thing, like I didn't have confidence in myself being like, you know, um, like, am I really supposed to be here? Like, should I be here? And then like looking back at it, I was like, no, I, I was meant to be there. You know, that, that, was a, that was a stepping stone. And so just being able to experience that, like going with or playing with uh, basically the players that we see today, like Sam Brunel, Paige Buecher, uh, Azzy Flood, like just seeing, seeing them and just actually face to face and playing against them. It was like an experience I'll never forget. Um, and I'm just so grateful for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so r remind me, or at least let the audience know, because even though I know mm -hmm. part of your story, I'm doing, I wouldn't do my due, my just, my due diligence. Man, I can't <laughs> get the words out. I wouldn't do my due diligence of letting the audience know some of your story. So what year mm -hmm. did you, uh, like go through your injury? And then also, you know, you want to go ahead and talk about some of the stuff that you had to do in order to get back to where you are today. Yeah, so I tore my ACL my senior year of high school, like okay. probably a week or two before the season was going to start. Um, so that was um, rough because uh, like the first month I went to uh, the trainer said, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. So my mentality was like, I'm going to be back, you know, just give me about a month and I'll be back. And then I went to the doctor and he said, no, you tore your ACL. So that was like, that's when the kind of like, you know, playing basketball my whole life. And just at that moment, you're like, wait, I can't play. Like, like I can't do it. It's actually, it's not funny, but even like a week after, a week or two after surgery, I started bouncing the ball. My doctor, my doctor was like, no, stop. I said, no, I can't, I gotta go. Um, but just like, just again, through that point and then knowing, and then I tore my meniscus on the same leg, um, like two years later. So just going through like that three to four years of this injury. And I was like, you know, it, it kind of hurts you a little bit, like not playing um, your sport. So, cause you're just basically doing every day. It's a constant routine. Um, and just, that's kind of where I developed uh, the stuff that I have today of like the scrubs or like the small business and, and the podcast. Cause understanding from my perspective um, of how to like recover from it, like, like you mentioned. So just going to therapy, staying, staying on top of that and doing the extra work, even though it might suck, but you know, like you have to do it. Cause like, throughout the time that going through PT and like all the things I was like, I need to get back on the court. So that's mostly was my motivation to just, you know, continue to like get back on the court and just be like, no, I got to do these more, 10 more spots. Cause I, I gotta get stronger, you know? So it was just like, and the difficulty of actually feeling um, vulnerable at that moment. Cause like, I like being after surgery, I couldn't do anything for like two weeks. Like I can't move the same way I used to. So having to ask for help, that was a different experience for me, you know? So just all those little things come into full effect that I definitely learned from. <laughs> no, yeah, you definitely begin to realize and learn a, a lot of things when you start going through going through injuries and such. Like, I've never yeah. tore anything in my life. Let me hear knocking on wood. <laughs> but I've never tore anything in my life, but I know times in which I, like, I have gotten injured. I'm like, yo, mm -hmm. like, you kind of, you, you know, you grow you get a little weird when you make certain movements like all right is it gonna right. happen again yeah um so i mean i say definitely kudos i give you another round of applause because that's the way <laughs> you can man like that right now but you know 
you deserve it. You know, you worked so hard to get to the point where you are today. I definitely, you know, be rooting for you um, for this <laughs> year. So I'll be trying to check out the games, we stay in tune, see what Mia's up to. You know what I'm saying? So I'll definitely be, you know, <laughs> supporting you, you as you come up this season. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, so yeah, one last thing before we jump into the lap to rapid fire for real, for real. You know, how would you describe yourself? And what would you? What's one of the last things you maybe want the audience to know about yourself that you hasn't been said yet? Ooh, okay. Um, I would have to describe myself as uh, driven. Um, uh, driven. I, I literally discussed this the other day. That's crazy. Driven, <laughs> driven, uh, competitive, and uh, kind-hearted. Uh, that's mostly what I would say. Um, and then probably something you guys might not know. Ooh, um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm really you... open. Like, I just share everything. Um... Um, I, I like cats, like if that. Okay. That, <laughs> I'm more of a cat person than a dog person, if you guys didn't know. <laughs> that, that works. Like, I mean, you know, and that may be a, a rapid fire question that we have to okay, ask. Okay, I was like, I don't really mm-hmm. know other. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you already, you already dropped the violin card, so I feel like I pulled your trump card already. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. So um, now we're gonna move into our rapid fire round, which we call the game within the game. So my very first, very first question I want to ask is, are you ready to play? Yes. Let's she's do like, this. girl. She's like, I'm competitive. Like, I'm being ready. I'm born ready. Okay. Let's do this. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. All right. So <clears throat> chocolate chip cookies, uh, oatmeal raisin, sugar cookies, oatmeal chocolate chip, oh my or snickerdoodle. Uh, chocolate chip. I feel like I have to do just chocolate chip. Okay. This <laughs> is straight up. That's straight up cookie got me, though. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Um, TV shows or movies? Ooh, probably movies. Yeah, I probably have to do movies. Okay. Favorite movie? Yeah. Love and basketball, of course. Okay. <laughs> She's like easy. That's, that's such an iconic movie, though. So, I know. you know. <laughs> Can't can't go wrong with that. Um, but who so, okay, so next question is who's the company that you would love to partner with? Oh, um I would definitely have to say hmm, hold on. I know it's rapid fire, but I'm not like a list in my <laughs> No, you good. Um there's like several. I don't I don't know. It's like hard because uh let me think. Uh mm. Oh my goodness, this is bad. Leaving me on the spot. Hold on. Hey, um, that's what rapid fire is for, man. I <laughs> know. I'd have to say like Calvin Klein or like, you know, something basketball related. Oh, Moolah. Moolah cakes. I definitely looked into them. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I, like, I don't know. There's a whole list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now we can't have we can't have you on a podcast and not talk about you know the WNBA. So the mm-hmm. question is, who's your top five in the WNBA? Oh, okay. Um, I would have to say Scott Diggins, thirty one. Okay. Uh, Diana Taurasi, I love okay. Diana. Uh, Natasha Cloud. So you know, I got okay. I got rep her. I got always rep her. Um, let me see. Let me see. Uh. I think. Uh, um, 
I'll do uh, Shakira Austin. I I like how she played this season. I know she's I know she's a rookie, but I really like how she played this season. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then let me think. Let me think. Mm -hmm. mm. I'll do Candace Parker. I've always okay. been a Candace Parker fan. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So go ahead, run, run it back to top five real quick, so we, so the audience know for who okay, it so is. Skylar Diggins. Uh, okay. Diana Taurasi, Natasha Cloud, Shakira Austin, and um, Candace Parker. Okay. Look, we are here to argue or talk about anybody's <laughs> top five. It's your top five, and you run with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all good. So, with that being said, who do you have winning it all in the WNBA right now? So, we got, we got the Aces that's left, the Storm that's left, Chicago, and Connecticut at the moment is recording this podcast. Oh my gosh, they're all so good. Uh, I would have to say Storm. I, okay. I would have to say, yeah, because, yeah, that's what I would have to say. <laughs> okay. Look, you, again, you don't have to defend your choice. You know, we not, I'm not here for, for the debates. You know, it's your statement. We go wrong. Who has your favorite crossover? Favorite crossover? Like, yeah. Like you know, it, it could it could be I say crossover or um I say handles package like it's like we like we play two K like who who has your favorite <laughs> who who has your favorite handles in the game? Um, ooh, that's a good question. Hold on. No, she, I was about to say Drew Lloyd, but I, it can't be no 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 it's no no hold on. Hmm. Oh no, that's a tough question. That's a tough, <laughs> that's that's a tough question. question. Well, we we we'll come back okay, to it. Okay, yeah, we, we'll, we'll like, come back to it. <laughs> everyone got their own little, you know, their own little spice to it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you can go pro in any sport, what sport would it be? I would have to say, besides basketball, soccer. Because if okay. I wasn't playing basketball, I would be definitely play, playing soccer. I feel that. You know, I grew up <laughs> playing soccer. I went to a high school that didn't have a soccer team, so that, mm -hmm. I think that's where my that's where my career capped out at. So, <laughs> but had my high school had a soccer team, I probably would've been playing on it though. Yeah. So and and life life as it as I know would be different. <laughs> um, your favorite sports moment that you've have either seen or witnessed. Like any sport. Yeah, any sport is um, like something that you like your favorite sports moment. I would have to say when it was, oh, trying to remember, it was, I forget what year it was. I think it was 2016 and it was mm -hmm. men's Villanova against, okay. um, who were they playing against? Was it UNC? No, it wasn't UNC. It was, Ooh. it was that game winning shot that they hit. I remember distinctly watching that and being so excited. I remember, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Uh, um, Villanova versus, it might have to be. Was it North Carolina for the for the I championship? So. Yes, I think it might have been. It might have been. We'll go with that. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was. Like one of the moments that I was like, "Wow, that's crazy," you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um, next question is uh, your favorite pair of shoes. Uh. 
See, okay, so I'm trying to get some money, you know, for some, <laughs> some Jordan ones, you know, because they see uh -huh. the low ones. My family always be busting on me because I love the lows, but I was like, I don't like mids that much. I'd rather have the lows. But those, yeah, those definitely probably my favorites. Okay. Okay, nothing wrong with that. It look, the, low, the lows is always a classic shoe, so you know it's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but if you could be a hype woman for any artist, who would it be? Like you mean like uh like uh what what do you mean by that? Like uh like if you could be a hype man, like you like you come out like like if you was to hype up the crowd for an artist. Okay, it had to be Beyonce, probably Beyonce. Okay. I feel like okay. her, like her, you know, including myself, that whole her whole fan base, like yeah, 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 probably that. <laughs> okay, look, Beyonce, look, Queen Queen B, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, respect to her. Um, so, um, one of the last questions we have is, um, if you had a chance to take over any organization. You know, who would you choose? Now, this organization could be anything. It could be Chase Bank just because you want to take all their money. You know, it could be like the NCAA because you want to just run mm -hmm. things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, but if you had a chance to take over any organization, who would you choose? Okay. Is it okay if I have two for this yeah. one? Because yeah. it's actually funny because I, like, after, you know, my basketball career, I'm hoping to work in, like, the front office of the WNBA or NBA. So if that had to okay. be for the WNBA, it would hopefully be the New York Liberty. Um, and then for okay. the NBA, it had to be the 76ers because, you know, I always got to go back <laughs> um, I feel so, like... Yeah, that's mostly where I would see, yeah, that, those two, yeah. But I don't take okay. over. <laughs> okay. No, I love it. I love it. You know, get a chance to go back home or, you know, represent the Liberty. So, yeah, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I'm praying. But... I'm praying. I'm hoping that we get more WNBA teams. Like, if we got one in Philly, that would be crazy. Then I think hey, yes. <laughs> look, rumor has it, you know, be on the lookout. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, that's, that's all I'm gonna say. Just be on the lookout. So, yeah, you know, people are, are entertaining the idea of having a team in, in Philly. So, yeah, I feel like it's not too far away. <laughs> maybe what 2024, 2025, maybe. So, just be on the lookout, <laughs> you know. That's all. Uh, no. but Mia, so this could be the hardest question of them all but i have a feeling that it's gonna be the easiest question for you you ready for it <laughs> yes okay where can people follow you out on social media and keep up with you and keep up with your career going forward yes yeah, so they can uh follow me on instagram at mia.andrews5 um and then they can also follow me on tw uh, tiktok and twitter at mia underscore andrews 10 <laughs> okay. And then go ahead, plug the plug the business name and podcast again. Uh yes. So uh my actually I have uh it's called Iris uh I R I S skin and body. Um you can look at uh and com, and then also you can look at uh, uh Beyond the Bow podcast uh on Spotify. So <laughs> Okay, there we go. And you have an ebook too, don't you? Yes. Okay. That's coming up. I'm still trying to determine okay. when that's happening. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, coming up as well. I'll definitely tweet that and put that on Instagram as soon as it goes out. <laughs> okay. See, you didn't think I knew. See, I was on the lookout. I'm like, <laughs> I got to do the research. I'm like, look, I'm like, look, she's so like dope. Like she has a whole book coming out. Like I, was, yeah, I don't that, have a that, book coming that out. That came out along with uh, the like the scrubs or the small business as well. So it's all just the same tie as to that, you know, wellness and self-love, self-care. So, yep. Just creating more 
Tools. <laughs> okay, look, more more power to you. That's for sure. So, but uh, but yeah, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. So, with all the fans, and listeners, subscribers out there, please continue to like, share, retweet, rate, and review our podcast. We can be found on all your favorite podcast platform, whether it be Google Podcasts, Apple, Spotify, uh, Apple, you name it. Uh, we also on YouTube. So go ahead and hit the like button and go ahead and hit the subscribe button as well again our favorite um we all are we are on all social media platforms whether it be twitter tiktok instagram um you name it we're there just look up capturing the game podcast or ctg underscore podcast mia it's been a pleasure (laughs) to have you you on the podcast like i said i'm gonna be staying in tune be looking looking through the feed to see how you're doing (laughs) throughout your season No, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. No problem. No problem.